When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Robin Akiva need a podcast. And they need your help. Can you make it onto the wheel? Robin Akiva need a Yeah, that's right. Robin Akiva need a podcast episode number 174. Talking about Doogie Hauser MD season three, episode seven. And we are joined by a man who is a hardworking guy, just like Doogie. Here is the great Uncle Kiva Akiva Winokur. I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I sure. Very hardworking. I, could you yeah. imagine yeah. if I was a 16-year-old doctor? I feel like mm-hmm. that would have been so so fun. Yeah. Well, were you like a, a 16-year-old like sports savant? Like uh, is I that guess. where like uh, NBC was like, uh, like, we need this guy researching all of our facts? I I think I peaked when I was like seven or eight and like grownups would ask me sports questions and I would know them, especially before Google. Like, first of all, if you're mm-hmm. wrong, it doesn't matter. Just doesn't matter. Say, throw out an answer. Nobody's correcting a little kid. Yeah. Um, that's, that's really the, the, the move. And so, yeah, I was much more useful pre Google, honestly, because for everything I I was like, oh yeah, I just, I like know these things or I hope I know these things. Yeah. Nobody could call me out on it. Even like on the radio, like Mike and the mad dog just had like a phone book with like all of like the records and stuff like that. And they would just like Mm -hmm. read, read from it of like, uh, who had like, uh, this many home runs in this year. Yeah. Yes. You, I had like the, I had like a big sports library and I just, would read sports books all day and, 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 you know, that was useful. And now the internet made me obsolete basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like many of us. Okay. So Mm -hmm. here we are to talk about season three, episode seven of Doogie Hauser first season, uh, three episode seven in a minute. I think the last one was desperate housewives, uh, with Mari fourth a couple of months ago. So here we Mm -hmm. are back to the fishbowl to talk about a show Doogie Hauser MD for the, uh, you know, our younger listeners, Doogie Hauser played by a famous three name actor, Neil Patrick Harris, that he, 
was a genius, a kid genius that uh, went to medical school and was a 16-year-old doctor working in a hospital. And uh, it's a sitcom, not a super funny show. More situations it's, than comedy. Yeah, yeah. They went high with, higher on the sit and uh, a little a little weaker on the com. That's for sure. Yeah, true. the emphasis is a it's a it's a sitcom. It's almost a half hour drama. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, was it Grey's Anatomy before Grey's Anatomy? <laughs> it's yeah. There's there's like much less like bombs in the building and and you know. Doctors hooking up. Yeah. Uh, which would have been a weird show for, you know. Right, for, right. I mean, the, the, the Doogie had relationship drama, as did his. Uh, but not with other doctors. Yeah, not with other doctors. That'd be very inappropriate. Um, but yeah, Akiva, did you laugh a lot during the year season three, episode seven of Doogie Hauser? Well, it didn't even like occur to me that yeah. it's a sitcom until you said it. Like, yes, it's a half hour show. Yeah, it's kind of a drama. Like, it's it's not uh, a, you know, three camera, like, uh, you know, multicam sitcom that you would expect on, like, uh, you know, ABC in 1991. So I guess in some ways it was kind of ahead of its time. Well, the show is created by Stephen Bochco and David E. Kelly. Yeah. And Bochco, like, did a lot of the very early, yeah, like, like dramas, Blues, like yeah. NWPDI Blue and, and Hill Street Blues. Cop Rock, L.A. Law. Cop Mostly Rock should be in the fishbowl. I don't think it got three could, seasons, but... Yeah, I don't think it did. Mm -hmm. uh, and David E. Kelly mostly does one-hour shows. He did uh, The Practice, Boston Public, Ally McBeal, which was a little bit more comedic, but also mm -hmm. like Boston Legal, Big Little Lies. Like, mostly one-hour shows, a lot of them have like a little bit of lightness to them. Mm -hmm. But no, neither of these are like Hey, there! You know this guy created King of Queens. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the so maybe this was ever. not. Yeah. yeah, maybe this is like not a comedy at all. Okay, well, we'll we'll talk about our we watched season three, episode seven of Doogie Hauser. That's coming up here in this episode. And of course, uh, we'll get back to the mailbag uh, in the second half of the show. Akiva, last week we did our listener rodeo, which I, I thought people seemed like uh, they mostly enjoyed the format. Yeah, it was very fun. I think the one thing, if we did it again, was maybe we have to like make it more of a rodeo. I don't know. Right. Maybe more rodeo theme. Maybe uh, a little <laughs> bit more like. Is that we need to like make it more like a uh, yeehaw? A little bit more yeehaw. We weren't wearing cowboy hats. That was probably a mistake. <laughs> mm hmm. Um, and, but yeah, I, I think, I think it was fun. Maybe, maybe people wanted us to be like meaner and kick people off sooner also. Yeah. People say that until we are meaner. And then it's like, we read the comments. Uh, like, so oh, Akiva yeah. was, Rob was so mean. I like, I really, uh, you know, I, I hated him in this episode and all the episodes. Yeah. Um, and, and people loved it when John, John revealed that he was a CNN plus subscriber. Incredible. It was just an incredible moment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And all time, really, we've had a back-to-back -back episodes with between Sam Moore uh, that uh, thinking that there's a podcasters that are going to have an ultimatum type situation, and then uh, mm -hmm. John John revealing he's a CNN Plus subscriber. Back to back. Sometimes the you know best moments come from very unexpected or like play, people weren't on the podcast or you know the wildest mm -hmm. sources. Yeah. Okay, and then just a programming note, next week, uh, it's going to be episode 175 uh, when we reconvene. Uh, we are actually uh, both headed to New York City, the site of the first RHAP live show in two years. 
And so because of the travel uh, schedule, we are likely going to be skipping a week. But let's see what comes up on the wheel. Like maybe it makes sense for us to have a fill in host. Yeah, uh, we're not. Yeah, I'm. I'm not saying 100. percent We're not doing it next week, but assume no podcast. And if let's spin the wheel, we'll see what happens. Right now, you want to spin it? No, no. At the end of the show, what if? What if one week we're like, you know what? Not really into what we watched or want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Let's just spin the wheel and talk about next week. Do you think people get mad if we did that once? If we yada yada the, I mean, if it was wasn't the hitting, whole episode. yeah. But then could we? Yada, we'd have to yada yada the mailbag too. Well, mm-hmm. What if we went to the mailbag after like ten minutes? Hmm. I guess if we just pulled the plug on the segment, if it really wasn't working, if it was a total bomb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's funny to just do like a 10 minute episode, but because we there's no reason to like yada yada the mailbag, it would just mean like more mm-hmm. of a mailbag. Episode. More mailbag. Yeah, people would say like, hey, like, okay, fine. You're, I don't care if your premise didn't work, but you should do an extra mm-hmm. long mailbag. Extra long mailbag. Yeah, but we yeah. don't, yeah, this it doesn't, doesn't help us at all. We're okay. still here. All right. All right. So uh, let's talk about uh, season three, episode seven of doogie hauser uh we kind of did the setup already of uh what doogie hauser is uh just we should probably get into like the history of uh doogie hauser and how it came to be but i believe uh doogie hauser hits abc uh in the early 90s and um i remember being like a little bit like oh okay oh this is a like uh i'm into this premise i was watching in the real time so it's a, it is a great premise. I was not watching it at the beginning. I don't know if I caught it at the end or in syndication. I definitely saw a few episodes of it. Not every episode. Okay. So uh, the idea is Doogie Hauser uh, that he is a, a child genius. Uh, he uh, got a perfect score on the SATs when he was six. Which Is that even possible? No, that's honestly the most absurd part of the whole thing. <laughs> And then allegedly completed high school in nine weeks. How, how, mm-hmm. how, how does that happen? Yeah, I don't know. Like at that point, you should just be done. Like yes. here's a test. You can test that at high school. What, now, what was he doing in nine weeks? Was he it's like Billy Madison? It was like two weeks per grade. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Uh, and then also, I think that maybe this they missed the mark, and the show should have yeah. been missed. He graduated from Princeton uh, at age ten. Uh, would Absurd. you have liked to have seen Doogie Hauser? <laughs> in like young sheldon is a genius uh but he still is like at school um yeah doogie hauser would you like to have seen doogie hauser like seven-year-old like freshman at princeton it, it, you're right this is much more interesting than a guy being a doctor like a, a kid in college like he's he's eight years old nine years old does he stay in the he's dorms also, yeah what does that mean like <laughs> i i think they didn't think about this because we could break this down like he lives in los angeles his father's a doctor yeah so even if he was smart enough to go to college, fine. How do they not send them to like UCLA or, or USC or, or like even maybe Stanford? He wanted to go to the best school. Is there an Ivy League school on the West Coast? I Did guess he uh, have a babysitter. Yeah. He's not even allowed to be al- like home alone. Maybe that, his like, mom so, like uh, went and stayed in the dorms with him. You think his mom lived in the dorms <laughs> with him? And I mean, we don't know how long he was in college for, right? It wasn't four years. He, I think it was because so he took he took the SATs when he was six. And yeah. completed high school in nine weeks and then yeah. graduated from Princeton uh, at age 10. So it took him four years to finish Princeton. Maybe he's not as smart as we well, thought. Well, maybe they don't yada yada. Like, I think maybe like I only in, in like what, the elementary school and high school, it's like, you're yeah. so smart. You could skip grades, but it's not like you skip a grade in Princeton. Right. At college, they're not going to say like, oh, you're a genius. You can, you don't have to get all the credits. You think you had to pay full tuition? 
I, I think so. What do you think it's like going like when you go to Disneyland and it's like, uh, all right, well, if you're <laughs> under 18, you get in yes. for this amount of money. Mm-hmm. I think like, I mean, his dad is a doctor, so he, yeah. he's probably not going to be on some sort of, you know, he financial a scholarship. Aid. A perfect SATs. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, are there, I don't know if they give scholarships though, like yeah. the academic scholarships, Princeton, or wouldn't everyone get one then? Um, hmm. But yeah, it doesn't make any, it doesn't really make any sense. Sending him to New Jersey is completely insane. <laughs> okay. And then he, he finished, finished medical school four years later. And so at yeah. 14, he became the the youngest licensed doctor in the country. Yeah. I, I mean, all right. So, yeah. Medical school from 10 to 14. I'd also like to see that. Like, he's 11 years old. Mm-hmm. And what happens when he shows up to talk to a patient? I guess he's well, like. Is he the most famous person in the country? Like, does everyone just know. know who he is, maybe? Yeah, they kind of yada yada this in the episode where, you know, you would think that his entire day would be he walks in the room mm-hmm. and then the person says, he'll, he's like, all right, so what seems to be the problem? He's like, where's a real doctor? I'm not talking to yeah. you. Yes. And Either that or, or like, how old are you? Like has to be at least bare minimum, right? But then they get they like uh, they're like, oh, like the doctors are getting pretty young these days. And they're like, yep, yep, yep. And like, all right, what seems yeah. to be the problem? And they just get, go right into it. Yeah, that happened in this episode. I'd like if somebody's like a big doogie stand <laughs> to let us know. Mm-hmm. Does this conversation? Because we do see it in this random episode in season three. It I think it probably briefly. it's a throwaway line, but that I think that you would like. Could you imagine? Okay, you you're in the, you're in the hospital, and a sixteen year old comes in. And, and it's like, all right, well, am I being punked? You, the whole day would be right. this, right? For sure. Is this April Fool's? Like, what's going on? It, it, he would. There would be so many because you know, people. Some people know, like, hey, you're sp- supposed to ask. Maybe like, is your doctor, you know, a medical student or whatever? This is this is like the extreme version of it. I would, yeah, I would. I, I mean, would you get treated like if you knew? that doogie hauser like you had heard of him you'd read about him in the newspaper mm-hmm. he comes in you're in the hospital you're like i don't know what's wrong what with me I doc. Have? yeah well you don't know you need yeah. like that's why like he might be the best at figuring out what you have but he's a child yes yeah you would, would think or, at some point like maybe the hospital like has like that he sort of like has like a front man who comes in it's like okay just so you know all right um uh so that uh, Doctor Hauser is going to come in. Uh, Doctor Hauser is a child prodigy. He uh, that uh, while it might seem disconcerting that Doctor Hauser is the finest doctor that we have in this uh, hospital. So if there's any like uh, you would think that they like sort of like would set you up a, li- a little bit, right? You should have some assistant walking around with him giving a speech. Yes. Yeah, so you so perhaps you and it's also Doctor Hauser does not like it if you mention. How young he is so mm-hmm. you, you're gonna want it to like i know it's gonna be a little unusual but mm-hmm. this is like you know that it, he, he prefers it if you don't make such a big deal about the fact that he's 16 <laughs> years old so just go easy on the age jokes with dr hauser he's very I mean, good honest, yeah. yeah he's the best he's the best, the best, the best of the best which is what it, which is being a child doctor he's also the only child doctor <laughs> yes yeah uh, and we see like in the credits he's like doing like you know the like he's like like calling the shots at the hospital he may have a position of like authority at, at basically at this point yeah it seems like that the other like residents are like uh like listening to him as it's like he's walking through the halls i yeah i do wonder and it's funny now because he's 16 it's like almost reasonable mm-hmm. like especially by this by this season he's like 18 years old like okay yeah. 
you could be 24 and be a doctor in theory. You go straight mm-hmm. through, through college, through medical school. Sure. Sure. Uh, and you could be like in there, probably year three medical school. You're already 22, 23. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he doesn't look like a baby. He has a young face. Like he looks young now. Mm-hmm. He's Patrick Harris and he's, you know, 50 years older. Yeah. Um, I, but uh, yeah, I, 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 I was also wondering, Rob, we have a, a great premise. I don't know if we think this is a great show and we could talk about it, but the idea of a child doctor, are there other professions or other things that maybe we could reboot it? And and we could work like would a like a ten year old lawyer be funny like a legal drama but the but the you know the main lawyer is ten years old is that could that work a uh, kid lawyer uh, what kind of lawyer is he what what kind of law does he practice or she and, and you know they they did reboot this for Disney Plus did you did you know this I is it on already yeah I think it's already on because I went to go look for this on Disney Plus and I only got the reboot it's called uh, Doogie uh, and I'm, I want to make sure I'm pronouncing this right. Uh, uh, Cami Loha. Okay. Uh, and oh, renewed so, and, for and, season two. And, and do well, you, honestly, we had yeah. I known, yeah, hey, we should have watched both and sort of uh, compared them. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe that could be in the sequel mechanism if people like this episode. Set in modern day Hawaii. Uh, she's a uh, a young sixteen-year-old uh, Hawaiian uh, uh, young adult, and she is uh, she is a doctor in Hawaii. I wonder why they said, okay, let's. Let's reboot Doogie Hauser with it with a with a woman doctor, but then mm-hmm. this time it's in Hawaii. Yeah, well, if I was like a writer or whatever, I would want you know, I'm like all right, I want to be in Hawaii while we while we air this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, renewed for season two. A teenage wonder kid juggling her high school life with an early medical career. Wait, she's in high school and a med- and a doctor. Mm-hmm. How oh, does that work? Do both. Um, can I play for you the uh, Doogie Hauser MD theme song? Please. Okay. All right. Now this has not come up in either theme song bracket. And also I don't believe anybody has ever said it got robbed or it was snubbed yeah. and it should have been in the theme song bracket. I think the best part of the theme song, uh, it's not the song, but it is uh, that uh, it is interesting to see the headlines uh, that happen. But yeah, they me, explain the whole show. Like much of what we just talked about. Play a little flavor for you of Doogie Hauser. MD, and tell me if this is a uh, banger or a bop as our music correspondent. (laughs) Are Are you falling asleep? It's ca- it doesn't get me pumped up, but it's catchy. <laughs> this is like the background music in like a video game. Uh huh. <laughs> like an early '90s video yeah. game. I agree. Like, <laughs> but one of those NFL games that did not get the rights to um, the players. So, it, like, the quarterbacks are like you know Bo uh, Idaho instead of Joe Montana or something. <laughs> is that what they did? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, do we want to see uh, or hear a 30-second clip from the opening title sequence of uh, Doogie Kami Aloha? Yes, please. Okay, please. here we go. I'd love to hear if they've updated it. All right, here. Let's see. Yeah, this is better. She graduated yeah. medical school at 14. 
I love that they're like, no, we got to keep the old theme and just like update it. It's too good. No one will know what the show is if we don't have the same theme, just, you know, 2022 version. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that's uh, the setup for Doogie Hauser. Uh, The first episode, episode one, begins it's Doogie's 16th birthday and he's on his road test for his driver's license, but has to stop and help an injured person at the scene of a traffic accident. Also, he's a surgeon. Uh, you know, he doesn't just come in and, you know, uh, like uh, prescribe like some medication. Uh, sometimes he a he has surgeon? To we don't see him do. We don't see him do surgery. We didn't see episode. him do surgery in this episode, but he's a second year resident surgeon, according to Wikipedia. But he still lives wow. at home with his parents. What do you think the salary situation is? Is he making them the same amount as an adult doctor, more or less? Because he's like seeing so many patients in a day also. Yeah, well, that's a, a part of the plot in this episode. I would think so. I think he's going to get paid the same, right? You think he gets paid the same? Mm-hmm. Okay, I think it would be like a scandal if they said, like, okay, you're a kid, so we're not paying you the same as the other doctors. You're right. I, I also think the insurance for the hospital is probably very high. Very high. They're, right. Yeah, they're like, you have a you have a child doctor? All right, we're raising your premiums. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would this fly today, Akiva? Like, I feel like um, in maybe 1993, whenever uh, Doogie is on the air, uh, sorry, 1990 uh, is on the air. I feel like that. Okay, let's try out a kid doctor. Would would this fly in 2022? I don't think it would be allowed. I think there's probably laws against it. Yeah. I, th- I think literally it would be the issue would be there is probably some law in the book somewhere that you cannot practice law until you're, let's say, at least 18 or something. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing, but I that's what I would think. Yeah. OK, so um, there is a story here of some uh, real life comparisons here from Wikipedia. So there is a person named uh, uh, Bala Morali uh, Mbati. OK. Uh, mm-hmm. And in 1995, he went into the Guinness Book of World Records as the world's youngest doctor at 17 years old. Okay. Uh, and that they called him the fictional Doogie Hauser, but he did not like this association. So maybe he was not a fan of the show. You think he, he's probably more of uh, the reboot? Fan <laughs> of the reboot. Yeah. Uh, then also, uh, show uh, Yano became the youngest student to attain MD from. University of Chicago at 21 years old has also been called the real life Doogie Hauser. 21 is more realistic and that's probably fine. There's probably no rules against the 21 year old. Yeah. You know, I, I do think that sometimes like we see like in the world of sports, like uh, this probably comes up m- more where you have like uh, a, like a phenom who like rises through the ranks of like, uh, and, and ends, ends up in like uh, the major leagues of their sport at a very young age, I think that probably that's uh, like more likely to happen than somebody rises through the field of medicine and gets thrown into the big leagues. Yeah. Well, I think uh, like a very young sports star would be a fun show. I don't, I know like, you know, the networks and streamers like don't love to do sports stuff because then you got to show sports. It's expensive. It's I mean, what tricky. about the movie rookie of the year? Yeah, no, the rook, rookie of the year is yeah, but I think as like a TV show would be it would it would be tougher. But yeah, no, rookie of the year is is sort of like the perfect Henry Rowan Gardner, how, right? How it's done, in, yeah, but that's a comedy that's done in like a funnier way, right? <laughs> like I almost think if we're funnier rebooting than Doogie it, Hauser? funnier than Doogie, and I, maybe the sequel, maybe the one on Disney Plus now is funny. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and and maybe they maybe I, I bet it is. I bet it's funnier okay. than this. 
Akiva, yeah, kid podcaster. Very realistic. I think it's like almost like too believable. Okay, kid podcaster, but uh, kid is a political commentator. What do you think? Okay, fine. He's dropping. How young? I think you'd have to be very young. Six. Uh, but but here's the here's the wrinkle. Okay, uh, kid is a political commentator, but you know what? The kid is making so much sense. You know, uh, us adults like we're getting mm. we're getting it all twisted. The kid is just like. We have the best takes. That's the best takes. Yes. Yes. The kid is like, well, that's not fair. That's not nice. Like, shouldn't we be doing blah, blah, blah? Wouldn't that be fair? And and like, all these else like, you know what? The kid's right. What are we doing? But then wouldn't the kid be pushed very quickly to like run for office? You can't. That, you know, like the kid is going to be like a future president, but you got to be 35. They're not going to change the constitution for the kid. That is true. That is true. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that, that, that's like that's a home run. Yeah, I like it. I I definitely like it. Or what if what? If, how about this? He's like a podcaster. He's really popular. Mm-hmm. And then like he can't be president, becomes the mayor, and it's the show is called Kid Mayor. <sighs> well, I mean, there was a, a Kid Mayor explored in Parks and Rec. The Adam Scott character was the yeah, kid but he mayor. was like not a child, right? He was, I think he was a teenager and he uh, invented Ice Town. See, yeah, they, Ice Town. Oh, was he, an, was he a teenager then? I didn't know he was that young. Mm-hmm. I think that that was the joke. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I think he started uh, Ice Town. I'm looking at the Ben Wyatt <laughs> Parks, Parks and Rec. Uh, so, yeah, he was, uh, he was 18 and ran for mayor. Okay, so he was a yeah, but what if a twelve-year-old is the mayor? Twelve-year-old mayor again. Like I feel like that. Um, like I think that we get uh, like uh, into so, like some darker areas where the kid's actually in office. Uh, but like, what if they're just a commentator? Okay, that's pretty good. Uh, you don't, even like my lawyer pitch. You don't think that one works? I, I think I, everything. I, you works. know, I've never been into law shows. I know we have a lot of lawyers that are interesting. But, I've never really had like a law show that I've been. Is really it because? Into. But I've heard your complaint in the past. It's like the lawyers—they're too old. Like I, well, you old. wanted younger lawyers. Yeah. Like if there was a, if there were two kids, what if there was a kid? Season two, he has. Let, let's say it's a, it's a, it's like a the lawyer's a guy. Yeah. Season two, he has like a, a like a love interest slash like rival child lawyer. So it's like a twelve-year-old, and the next season we like throw in. Oh, there's mm-hmm. another one. I like Even Better Call Saul, which is a, lo- a lawyer show. Mm-hmm, that's true, but there's not. It's not like a legal. And they're pretending dr- to be a lot younger than they are. That's true. Mm-hmm. Courtroom drama, not really courtroom drama. They go to court sometimes, but there's a lot of people yeah. who are uh, like sixty pretending to be thirty. That is true. Um, any any other professions that we could that like? I like athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any other, like, podcaster? Is there anything else? What about like a baby who's an IT person? Like the baby could fix your computer when it's broken. Hmm. Um, you know, uh, well, what about, you know, there's a lot of child actors uh, where, you know, we have this like, uh, this is probably the field where, you know, you have like young, uh, you know, like 10 year olds, like 12 year olds, 14 year olds that are like, that are stars, uh, you know, but we never really see like the story of like from their perspective, maybe Hannah Montana that. Uh, I guess that's the closest thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this would be more of a comedy, like talking about how absurd everything is. 
Well, should we do a drama? Um, should we do like a drama version of it? A drama version of it? Oh, getting like dark and gritty? Yeah, like a gritty. No, no you don't, don't want to see that. What if it is gritty? It's a child mascot. He's The child is gritty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and all the other mascots are like out to, you know, knock him down a peg because like, what? A kid could do my job? No. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's get into the plot of uh, the Doogie Hauser episode that we watched. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this was an episode uh, that so it did not feature uh, Doogie's love interest uh, at all. Did you know Doogie had a love interest? Yeah, so Doogie has, I think, a one girlfriend early, for most of the like first half of the show, and I think has a second girlfriend towards Wanda, the end. I believe is uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Doogie's girlfriend. Are there still Wanda's being born out there? I, b- I believe so. Yeah. You think there's Wanda's? Yes. You think that there are like a lot of Wanda's yes. under under the age of five right now? Uh, probably not a ton. You think your kids like in their class, like, oh yeah, there's like three Wanda's. I would have heard that name if uh, it if it was one. If have we discussed on this podcast? I sit next to a guy named Akiva at work. Um, I don't think it was discussed on this podcast. I feel like you've talked about it on Thirty Two Fans. It is pretty wild because I'd say ten thousand times a day, someone says Akiva. And I look up. Yeah. And he's like, uh, he like, you know, like as a programmer, he like fixes things. So they usually need him and not me. Nobody's ever like quick emergency. Uh, you know, like who won the Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. <laughs> who won the Super Bowl in 1990? Like that never happens. So it's never like, uh, the only time it's a key is like, where do you want to go for lunch? Then it's maybe me. Yeah. Okay. Well, so uh, do you have a nickname? It had not yet. I, some I have like I can push Keeve. I think it's a little like Mary doesn't like when I push Uncle Keevy. I think she thinks mm-hmm. it makes me sound like a creep. Yeah. Um. But uh. But uh, wheels. I've mentioned wheels. I don't think that's caught on it yet. Hasn't caught on yet. Or like I can be like you could get the other guy a nickname. You could give them the nickname, mm-hmm. and then you're just a Kiva. Yeah. I, he's like much bigger than me. It could be like big Kiva, little Kiva. I don't know. I'm not. Do you want to be little Kiva? Yet. 
No, not really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe Lil, like Lil Kiwi. Um, or or you do the or you do the ironic one and it's like uh big big akiva okay you know? so yeah. all right i don't know um akiva that uh do you know that um uh that uh doogie hauser actually beat out seinfeld in the ratings for uh the season that they went head to head well that was probably the first just five episodes of seinfeld like um before it really had a spot on the calendar, but that is mm-hmm. kind of shocking to me. Yeah. Um, that in the 1991 to 1992 season, uh, the two shows aired head to head at 9 p.m. on Wednesdays. And Seinfeld, which had not yet matured into one of TV's biggest successes, was getting trounced by Doogie Hauser weekly. Yeah, trounced is not great. <laughs> it's amazing Seinfeld. You know, we've discussed it before. It's amazing Seinfeld made it to second and third season. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, real life doctors did not care for Doogie Hauser, according to uh, an article from uh, Mental Floss in 2015. Well, I think that's how it works. Like anyone in that profession, whatever the profession is, like if there was a podcaster show, you'd be like, nope, that's not how it works. Like you can't just do that. Like, no, you can't have, you can't start a Patreon before you have any episode. Like you, it wouldn't be mm-hmm. you, every, every, you know, like if you were a pilot and there was a kid pilot, would that be a thing? Kid pilot, yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's funny. Wait, like he's the funny? best pilot in the whole world. Like I, I mean, is he like a commercial airliner pilot or commercial airline? Yeah. He's like Delta Airlines, and every episode is just come on, and the whole plane's like, nope, we're not, we're not flying. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, the whole every episode is basically the same. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like half the plane leaves. It's hard because I feel like that you know you you kind of don't want to put a kid. In a situation where sort of like life or death things are happening in their hands, but you know, like a, you, like it would be fun to explore like kids in the different worlds of adults. Yeah, I I also like that maybe the kid's so young, people are like, hey, how come he's not wearing a mask? And it's like, oh, he doesn't have to. He's, he doesn't need to wear a mask yet. He's only like three. <laughs> so he's three year old is flying the plane. Three year old is flying the plane. Mm-hmm. You like basically maybe not three, but let's say the kid's like eight. And all his whole life has just been like he was home for COVID and he played 20 hours a day of flight simulator. Mm -hmm. And he knows like he is he knows everything there is about flying planes. Maybe went to the army for a year. So he's got like a lot of experience. Mm -hmm. I mean, that would be funny. Would you you rather how about this? You you, would you rather have a child, let's say 11 year old, an 11 year old pilot. They are licensed. They're not like let me give it a whirl. Sure. An 11-year-old pilot or an 11-year-old surgeon? Like, you have to get your appendix out or you have to get to New York I, I think that North I Carolina. would rather have the 11-year-old pilot because I feel like it's more like, yeah, playing a video game. Probably. And also, like, they have a second... Like, they have a... I mean, they're probably the co-pilot at 11, right? They're probably not, like, in the mm-hmm. in the number one chair, I guess. Yeah. Okay. It's a funny idea. I'm sure we can find something. The listeners might be, need to help us out uh, with kid pilot. Out. Like, are you not watching the first episode? Like, yeah, during the World Series. Wait, like, all these Fox things. I just... feel like a lot of these are movies more than their TV shows. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, think, I mean, we could do it. We'll, we could make the movie. We're going to screenplay. Well, actually, that this is uh, you just happen to walk into what this episode of Doogie Hauser is about because uh, that we see a lot of uh, Civil War uh, reenactments in this episode mm-hmm. for some yes. reason. Yes. Maybe Civil yes. War was hot uh, this week, uh, sure. but Doogie Hauser and his best friend, 
Vinny Delpino are, mm-hmm. we find out, working on a screenplay. And of course, what every 16-year-old kid is thinking about, it's a Civil War movie. It's not explained why that's like the screenplay they're working on. Vinny is very into movies, right? Like his whole shtick is he's obsessed with movies. I guess so. So uh, Vinny Delpino, do you remember who this guy is? No, who is he? Okay, so he's actually uh, an actor. I think his name is Max Casella. Uh, He's in a million things. Uh, He ends up he ends up uh, going into uh, he's in the Sopranos. Uh, Like he he ended up has like had like a really like um, you know extensive like working career. Like he's in a million uh, different things. Max Mm -hmm. Casella, Uh, but he's Doogie Howser's best friend, and he's also like kind of pervy. He's kind of like a bad influence on Doogie Hauser. Like Doogie Hauser is like a 16 year old prodigy and he's into all these things. And then he also has his uh, friend that lives next door. It's like, Hey, Duke, uh, is any good? You got any girls at the hospital you could uh, hook me up with, Duke? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is a, he is a creep. Do you think, <laughs> do you remember him from, from the Sopranos? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. He, you do. Oh, cause I was going to say, is it like, is he, cause I don't really remember his character. I haven't rewatched the Sopranos. Yeah, but uh, he's in a lot of episodes. He's in a lot of episodes. He's like, uh, he's like one of the, he's one like one of the guys in there. He's not like a main uh, guy in the crew, but you know, he's just like you know one one of the guys that's always like at the like the pork store. Like, I don't think he really. And again, this is when uh, Nicole would start yelling about. I, I don't think he had like much to do. I think he's in Boardwalk Empire also. Yeah, he's uh, in a bunch of Boardwalk Empire. Yeah. yeah, so I think he's sort of like uh, yeah, Benny Fazio. I'd have to take a look. Uh, I mean, he makes it all the way to the finale, so he doesn't. I don't think he gets uh, whacked. Mm-hmm. So good. Maybe for- that. Maybe that's how the show ends. Like actually, he was coming in to kill Benny Fazio, who's sitting behind. Mm-hmm. Spoilers, by the way. Yeah. So yeah, he ends up uh, you know being in a, t- a ton of The Sopranos. Uh, like yeah, he, I think he was more prominent in Boardwalk Empire. Had a bigger part there. He was in vinyl, so he's in a lot of. He, I feel like he's in a lot of HBO stuff. Maybe he's got a contract with them. Although he was in Ray Donovan, so Ray maybe Donovan, he switched over to TV yeah. Showtime. Anyway, I, yeah, he is like a cartoon character in this show. Yeah, your your voice nailed it. Hey, yeah, he Luke. does like. Yeah, <laughs> he's right. He's. I mean, Doogie Howser is essentially the smartest person on earth. Basically, like he got a sixteen hundred on the SATs when he was six. Yeah. He would have nothing to talk to this guy about. Right, right. They but couldn't I, have a conversation. I think the creators were like, hey, Joe Pesci is hot right now. Uh, could we find like the <laughs> kid Joe Pesci? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like, perfect. We got him. <laughs> and uh, Max Casella was sort of like the bizarro Doogie Hauser in that uh, that Neil Patrick Harris is 16 and he's like a, a genius, uh, you know, like a kid doctor. Uh, Max Casella is 21 playing a uh, 16 year old friend, the Doogie Hauser. Yeah, he's not likable, but he's also not a kid. They nailed it. <laughs> hey, Duke, are we losing our virginity this week or what? <laughs> <laughs> he was a bad influence. Yeah, no, his parents should not have let him in the house, honestly. Yeah. Bad job. Yeah, he was a very bad influence. And so he uh, was uh, working with Doogie Hauser on this uh, screenplay. They kind of switch roles. Uh, that uh, Doogie is in the Confederacy at first. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, and uh, that and so they're work they're working on uh, the the screenplay. There's going to be a long dream sequence of uh, going back to Civil War times uh, at the hospital. Doogie Hauser is really uh, showing off quickly, and because Doogie Hauser, he's a hotshot kid. 
uh, he's he's seeing 28 patients a day because he comes in. He's like, boom, 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 boom. Now, I don't know much about being a doctor. I would have thought that's like a normal amount of patients to see if you're doing like a 12 hour shift or something. Yeah. 28 patients is a lot. He doesn't have like a private practice where he has like, okay, I've got a one o'clock, a two o'clock, a three o'clock. All right. I'm taking lunch. Uh, so, but he really is a surgeon, but he does rounds. Is that normal or like, I don't know, but if this is what being a doctor is, I think you and I could walk into the hospital tomorrow and be what, do what a doctor does. It was like, uh, Oh, Hey, how are you? Dr. Sesternino? How are you? All right. And she's like, well, I've have some symptoms. He's like, okay, we're going to do some tests. Okay. We'll run the test back and we'll see how everything's going on. WebMD, you think? (laughs) Or you just order tests every time. I think he's just just like, like, all right, we're going to order some tests. Like, Oh, we could do that. So you think like for the actual like, hey, someone's having a heart attack, like call one of the real doctors. But yeah. we could be like, like when he could was be, like he was sort of just like, uh, yeah, like the maitre d of the hospital. Like he's just like, uh, like, uh, okay, all right, you know, how's the bed? Good, okay, all right, we're gonna get you tested and we'll look at. It. Now maybe he, you have to look at the tests. Yeah, no, we'd have there'd be a guy who looks at the tests in our hospital though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this part, like, hey, here's know, the hey, test. or Take just like, hey, all right, you're gonna get a test, right? Well, the dad really wants him to talk more to the patients as we're right. going right like right. he's rushing through so now it's like oh you want to get to know the patients who better than you know to get to know the patients what about a couple podcasters come yeah and we get the whole life story well everything from you know from the podcaster because you know we're trying to get to the bottom of this mystery illness like we want we want to know everything because it i mean it turns out the mystery illness he's trying to get to comes from like an old plate yeah, so okay. Well, you're, yeah, you're getting, you're, 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 that's, you're gonna figure Sorry it out. Sorry for spoiling the spoiler episode. Alert, spoiler alert. Yeah. But, but like, yeah, so the so dad is like, wait, 28 patients. He's like, and Dookie Hauser is a hot, he's like, yeah, dad, I'm like a top gun. You're like a crop duster. He's like, when, mm-hmm. and, cause Do- Doogie Hauser's dad has bedside manner. He's a doc, he's a doctor too, but he old is school. going to, he's old school and old school doctors talk to you. Uh, I don't know how many doctors talk to you now. I don't know if you've been to a doctor's no, office lately. Nobody's old school. No. Yeah. Yeah, that I, you know, I, I try, I try. Look, I'm chatty. Like, I want to strike up a conversation with the doctor. Uh, they're not super interested. That's not what they get paid to do anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I got my doctor to tell me that he's a Steelers fan. Yeah. That was, that was like, uh, as far as, as far as it got. Again, like, uh, there reaches a point where I don't know if you want too much conversation and it gets, then there are parts when it gets weird. Well, I wouldn't, here's the thing, especially like I'm a big sports fan, like, if the doctor's dropping terrible takes, I think I, I like I respect him less as a doctor. Also, yes, he's like, yeah, I don't know what we're gonna do with that this year without Big Ben. He was so great last year. Like, what, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. You're gonna operate on me? Like, what's going on? Yeah, here? if he thought Big Ben was good, <laughs> yeah, he's like, well, he has struggled, but he was a great man. Mm-hmm. Like, wait, 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 hold on. <laughs> what's going on? Yeah. So, all right. So the doctor, uh, or the dad, uh, James, uh, sicking, I'm trying to see if what, what else, uh, he's in, um, I don't know if, if we know him from, uh, too many other things. He's, uh, I guess he's like a, that guy. He's in a bunch of different, uh, stuff. Yeah. But so dad, he has bedside manner. He talks to everybody. He thinks Doogie is, uh, you know, too, is, you know, it's just showing off like, uh, this younger generation, all they want to do is just see as many patients as possible. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's a bad thing. Like the other, it's like there, there's another, there's another show where they would be like, "Hey, like I've been at the hospital for three days, and meanwhile I'm in the next room. This guy's like playing, you know, like uh, yeah. trying to figure out like who he knows from you know Chicago right. with the patient." Well, it sort of speaks to it's like that every medical case could be solved. Like if like it's like 
if you were Sherlock Holmes, uh, mm-hmm. where like if you just talk to the person for long enough, like you'll get to the real reason why they have uh, this symptom that they're telling you about that they don't know how to diagnose. And maybe that's what you used to have to do in like old school medicine before you had a bunch of tests. Before they had a book. Before they had the book. Okay. All right. So Doogie um, and Vinny, uh, that they're, they're arguing over the screenplay because, you know, Doogie Hauser is, you know, forget medicine. He's really going to like write Hollywood's next great Civil War movie. It is. Uh, yeah. Why? First of all, I almost got nervous. I almost said the text to you at the beginning of this episode because it starts in the Civil War, you know, like, uh, scenes where we're like you know mm-hmm. on set for like uh this like horrible civil war thing and i'm like oh no is this going to be some sort of like weird throwback episode and there are no regular scenes and then it's like useless and we have to watch a different episode or scrap it right. luckily it's only like half civil war scenes but this episode is half civil war scenes L- yeah a lot of civil war scenes um uh, trying to see like uh maybe was there like a great uh civil war movie that was going to come out uh like between <laughs> then and now uh, there was Lincoln. Yeah, but that was uh, twenty years later. Mm-hmm. I, I just there was don't Cold know. Mountain. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a you know a little before Lincoln, but mm-hmm. it is a little strange, right? Like, wh- why was this top of mind? Who why was talking they, about the Civil War? Yeah, why they care so much about uh, Civil War movies in uh, nineteen ninety two? Um, but I mean, you were said, you were like a similar age to what Doogie was, right? Like, what? I mean, well, honest, no, Doogie not, Hauser was older than. Oh, Doogie that's Hauser right. I guess he's like me. 16 at the start I, of the show. I was show, like yeah. in like fourth or fifth grade when Doogie Hauser was. Okay, uh, 16 so you're in fourth TV. or fifth grade. Did you care about Civil War, War movies? <laughs> no, no. In no, fact, wasn't your main I, I don't thing? think I've ever you know watched a Civil War movie. Mm-hmm. I saw Cold Mountain. That was it. Yeah, and it turned you off from the whole genre. But yeah, it was very boring. Yeah, it's a boring movie. It's a very very boring movie. Ice Cold Mountain. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. The only civil war I care about is uh, the uh, Captain America Civil War. Oh, I thought you were going to say Argon versus Argon State. <laughs> yeah. They call that the Civil War. Well, they sort of like that got canceled. They can't call it that anymore. Mm hmm. Yeah. All right. So Doogie Hauser and Vinny, they argue over that. And so Doogie Hauser, he has a dream. And in his dream, he's in the Civil War. He now mm-hmm. he's like the medic in the infirmary. In the Civil War. And he really is the like stinks at being a medic in the Civil War. He's like the worst. Me- yeah. He, the opposite of being like a great child doctor. He's a bad medic. Terrible medic. Although, ironically, probably most of the doctors in the Civil War were 16. Because the older people were fighting. It's like, all right, who's available to be <laughs> yeah, like the like people didn't live that long. Kiwi. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's true. That's like true. you're like 16. You were like sort of like middle aged. Mm hmm. <laughs> Right? Yeah, yeah, I've been doing this for five years. <laughs> yeah. Like maybe you were like a young doctor. But yeah. But like uh Doogie Hauser, he's in the tent, in the medical tent, he's operating on everybody. And everybody he's just like, uh, give him some salt, nurse. This guy needs salt. Yeah, the smelling salts. That was like the main sort of uh medicine. I don't back think it was smelling salts. He was making them in- ingest it. Like I guess the salts cure dysentery. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I, did one of us get dysentery on the Oregon Trail? I think maybe who no, you got. Uh, yeah, we, we both lived. Yeah. No, but I think that we survived dysentery. I don't remember. Yeah. But then, but basically, then um, his dad comes in in his dream. And then, mm-hmm. uh, like, Yugi Hauser is like, uh, like uh, give him salt. And then dad, the dad talks to him. 
and then finds out mm. this man has gangrene. You were he could he could have lost a leg. You didn't listen to his stories. And it hit me, Akiva, that I'm wondering. Last week we did listener rodeo, and we were like, you know, the people were like, "Hey, Robin Akiva," and we were like, "All right, come on, yada yada yada, get to the point. We gotta go. You're gonna we're gonna you're gonna get nexted." I'm wondering, right. are, are we as bad as Doogie Hauser? Well, we're not doctors, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Like we're not, but you know, we're not trying if to. If get- we sat and talked to the listeners for longer mm. periods of time, and it's like, all right, mm-hmm. John, John, uh, like tell us, you know, tell us oh, your tell life us story. About you, yeah. yeah what's tell going us, on what, with what you, you? What did you do today? And uh-huh. then he's like, well, you know, I did blah 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 blah, and it's like, oh my god, that's yeah, a podcast. It. Yeah, idea. that's a podcast. Mm-hmm. And we could do that next time. Maybe because we're rushing people too much, we're not getting like what what the real gold is. Mm-hmm, it's true. Maybe next time we do deep dive. It's not listener rodeo. It's more like listener slow dance. Bedside manner. Yeah. Robin Akiva have bedside manner. Yeah. And then we really talk to people like, okay, what's bothering you? How are you feeling? What's going on? What did you do today? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what's no, what podcast do you life? really want? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what you pitch. But like in your soul, what what are you, you know, what, what podcast should we do? Yeah. And so Doogie Hauser like has a bad dream. Like uh basically like the everybody in the infirmary is like uh let's get him, let's kill him. Like mm-hmm. uh like, listen, bad idea. Like uh, even if he's a bad doctor, you're I mean you're in the infirmary. Right? Yeah, but yeah, but I think he was like a net negative at that point. Oh, okay. He's uh, like giving out the bad uh mm-hmm. you know uh you know, not not great. Anyway, so yeah, he talks to the lady, uh goes back to the the woman and he's like, uh, he's like, so how are you doing? And she's like, well, I told you I had some. He's like, no, 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 no. How are you really doing? And she uh, goes on and tells the story about how she, her, her mom passed away. This uh, the older woman, mom passed away, and that, that they had been clean. Mom was a pack rat, and they just started eating off of mom's dishes that she had packed away that she got from well, where from Peru, someplace, yes. and. Mm-hmm. That they and the dishes like, hey, we're Portugal, we're, Portugal, Portugal. Portugal. I knew it was a pea country. Uh, and we were eating off the dishes, and it's like, look, you, you know, life is short, especially when you eat off the, the dishes that are like covered in lead. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and Doogie Hauser's like, wait, hold on a second, did you say dishes from Portugal? <laughs> he really does know everything. He does know everything. And so he even talks to his dad, and his dad like, oh, Portuguese dishes, oh, lead yeah, poisoning. They knew it. It's, yeah, it was like I guess maybe maybe we weren't alive then. Maybe it was a time where everyone sort of knew. Yeah, don't get your dishes in Portugal okay. because they didn't blow the lead fast. Enough yeah. Or so what what's the treatment for lead poisoning? Because I like they I didn't show the woman recovering. I'm like, okay, well now yeah. they well, it oh, down. Oh, she dies. They, she they dies. Heard it down to lead is, poisoning. Can you heal yeah. from lead poisoning? Uh, lead poisoning. There is treatment. no way of reversing damage done by lead poisoning. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. The facts about lead exposure and its irreversible damage. Like, uh, this was not a happy story. Yeah, I mean, she, yeah, she dies. The important part is that Doogie solved the mystery. Yes, yes. Uh, Doogie, Doogie figured it out. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, I guess they got her, like, um, and he doesn't tell her immediately, like, uh, throw away those plates. She's like, I have a tummy ache. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> It's not and good. it's also funny because she like at the beginning is like, I think it's an allergy, and then he's like not paying attention. We'll do he's the like, test. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, it lady. should be it shouldn't be an allergy at the end. Like he should realize what the allergy is, mm-hmm. and then she she he should have listened to her. In the end, like she had nothing of value to like 
say about the thing. He just, I mean, it still makes sense. Like, yes, he he got it from hearing mm-hmm. what she had to say, but like, she should have been right. Yeah, and also then not dead. It sounds like lead poisoning is especially bad for uh, children. So she's hopefully uh, she didn't have like any grandkids at the house. Hopefully not. Hopefully and they not. probably eat off the kid plates anyway, right? They don't get off the fancy Portuguese oh, plates. Yeah, off the Portuguese plates. Yeah, Mm-mm. forget that. All right. So Doogie uh, learned learned a valuable lesson. Uh, so the, then, okay, he, uh, he talks to his dad. Uh, he's like, "Oh, son, you're really learning uh, bedside manner." All right. So he goes upstairs. Vinny Del Pino mm-hmm. uh, is in in Doogie's room. Like, uh, I don't know what the hell goes on here. Of like, Doogie's at work all day. Vinny's hanging out in his room. And personally, I would not leave Vinny Del Pino hanging out in my room unattended. Between you and me, so, so, yeah, I don't you, trust you, him. You, I mean, it's shocking that these parents who seem kind of strict let yeah. Vinny in the house altogether. But yeah. yeah, if but he sneaks in through the window because back in the I don't know if people know this, but back in the late eighties and the nineties. That was how you got into your friend's room. You just Maybe. snuck into the window. All right. So Vinny robbers Del- never, never no, knew about that. it. Yeah. Vinny Del Pino, he's, he's working on the, the script this day. And he's like, Duke, I made some changes to the script. I like what you've been doing, but I made some more changes. And so in, in the script now, so then we go back to the dream sequence. And now Vinny Del Pino is, he is like a, a union soldier who is now in the infirmary himself. And he has like a wooden, like peg leg. And he's writing a scene about kind of a semi-erotic encounter with a, mm-hmm. with a woman who I think must be one of the other actresses in the show. And I'm not sure if this is like a nurse that works with Doogie or Doogie's yeah. mom. Not, not sure. It's a good question. <laughs> I don't know the answer. Fair. And, and she's sandpapering his wooden leg. Ooh, that bothers me. I, I don't like certain like sounds or whatever. That bothers me even hearing it. Yeah. And Dookie Hauser's like, like nails on the chalkboard, but right? even worse. Dookie Hauser's like, like, uh, yeah, what, what the hell are you doing? And he's like, I think it's a very erotic image, Duke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This, this movie's is, rated NC 17. It was rated NC 17. Yeah. And she wanted that, that leg real smooth. Uh, it's bizarre. It's it's as bizarre as as Rob's explaining. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Duke, what do you think? It's too French. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> He's like, it's never been done before. And Doogie has like, there's a good reason for that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, this was movie would have grossed. That was the comedy in the four dollars situation. Like, who's going to see this movie? You know, wasn't exactly going to make it at the box office. Yeah. I don't know who, what actress uh, this was in the Civil War reenactment. I, I think it would be very funny if it was Doogie's mom. Yeah, why pay for extra actresses? Um, yeah, I don't but know. I think it, it was probably one of the other series regulars. This is like a nurse uh, that is in, in this one. Yeah, we don't meet a lot of the doctors in the hospital in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> I'm not sure exactly. <laughs> they don't have. Fun. I have to look on the Doogie Hauser wiki to see if we get to uh, which a- which actress this was in uh, the. Uh, there's a synopsis, but it doesn't really doesn't really give us too much more information. So every episode of Doogie Hauser MD ends w- in the same way, Akiva. Yes, Doogie Hauser. Yeah, r- updates his diary, but his mm-hmm. diary is more a little bit more tweet length. Yeah, it's like short diary entries. It's also a very bizarre thing. So you're looking at the screen and you hear Doogie 
narrating what you see on screen. Mm-hmm. You hear it and you see it. Yeah. And, and then at the end of every line, the camera spends about five seconds <laughs> moving. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Uh, moving going- to the next line. It's like, all right, we're at the end of this line. Hold on. We're going we're gonna to shoot the camera all the way going right to left for like beat one, beat two, three. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, it's getting there. It's getting there. It is nuts. It takes so long for the camera. to. I feel like there was a better way to shoot this. Maybe like a fuller screen or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And allegedly Doogie Hauser has recorded his diary every night since 1979. I guess he had a computer in 1979. Uh, but really his, his diary entries are like, uh, like two, two words. Uh, let me see if I can, let me play another one from, uh, YouTube here. Doogie Hauser diary entry. Maybe we should do this to end every show. Some relationships, uh, has many stages. Unconditional love, a mother-son relationship, animosity, rejection. Doogie's a very slow typer also. Yeah. Friendship. And then we look at Doogie. It's a lot to go through all in one weekend. Yeah, that's good. That's what we should end end every show with, like our takeaway. All right, we'll do that at the end of and this then, episode. And, okay. But we should be like, but it should be from like, uh, like uh, Twitter. We should tweet it. Well, yeah, that's like we should be typing like a tweet that like sums up our our thoughts. Right, for it has the episode. to fit in a tweet. How about that? It has to fit in a tweet. Mm-hmm. We'll yeah. do it at the end of this episode. We'll see if it catches on. <laughs> yeah, like just at, at at the end of the episode, we'll talk about like what we what we learned. Like in that in that very episode, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, it seems that there are many occupations that we wouldn't want to have a child in charge of. Doing something important like podcasting or Congress or Congress. <laughs> Actually, <No>. maybe <laughs> the kids would do better. <laughs> See you next week. Yeah. So yeah, that was Doogie's Doogie's diary, and in this episode, that he closed, he closed out with a diary entry that said, mm-hmm. uh, "Civil strife broke out at home." Um, yeah, there, uh, was, uh, one machine that could do the work of 15 men until I learned that no machine can take the place of a sympathetic ear. Mm hmm. You think there was one person who wrote like the closing every week? Ah, nailed it. All right, let's go to lunch. Nailed it. Yeah. And again, it takes a full 60 seconds to, to like see that, read it. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's a big part of the episode. It's like what people remember about the show. Yeah. Do you have a diary or a journal? I do not. Yeah, I've I've wanted to. I wish I did, but yeah, the closest I have is like my photo roll on my phone. I think there was like one year, maybe I like not a daily, but I I wrote my thoughts. I do think if I read it now, I do think I still have it. I think if I read it now, I would I would die of cringiness. <laughs> 
Well, Doogie keeps put it that on the wheel. Episode 200. I'll read it. I'll read an entry. Yes. Yes. It's probably very like uh, emo or whatever. It's probably like me complaining. How come the girls won't talk to me? Yeah. Or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I think a diary would be easier as a if if you were a single person. I, I think it would be easier to do a, a diary. A journal. Why? Well, one like uh, I would do it like before I go to bed, and then so it's like my wife is in bed, and like so she just lights off. Like what am I gonna, like? Oh, hold on, honey, I'm gonna get my book out and then write mm-hmm. in my write in my journal right now. And then I couldn't like really write what I was thinking. I'm like, uh, so she's gonna read it. So I'd have to like keep it like upstairs where I could really like write. And I'm not gonna well, like could it go be on your phone. Could it be like a phone journal, phone like a journal with a password. Mm-hmm. That seems like a lot yeah. of work. I mean, I think keeping like an actual journal that someone could find one day is probably worse. Oh, you want to keep it in the cloud, Akiva? That seems like a recipe for disaster. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Maybe give people code names and stuff. Yeah. So I don't know. There's nowhere anyone's thoughts are safe. I don't nowhere, know what to do. You know, anywhere. Unless the only place where Doogie's uh, thoughts were safe was like putting it on a computer in 1992. Yeah, I guess no one was getting hacked nobody, back then, no right? Getting hacked. I mean, he's got pretty solid computer stuff for the early 90s also. Oh, well, he's probably what he's spending all his money on. He's living in the house rent-free. Yeah, he's probably rich. That's a good point. He's a doctor with no expenses. Mm-hmm. Mom's making him dinner every night. Yep. Yeah, he's probably doing very well for himself. He's an only child also, right? Yes. He's probably invested Jeez. well. Imagine it would have been funny if like, he had a sibling who was like two years older. It was mm-hmm. like grinding through high school and college. Meanwhile, yeah, that, and, like, that, really that was a, they missed the mark on that one. They did. He should have had a sibling. Maybe in the new uh, reboot that they really uh, could have. I bet, uh, hit, I, I bet she has some siblings. Hit the mark. We're on extremely that. jealous. Yeah, I would be interested to know the people that have journals. Uh, that uh, when when do they journal? Probably when, before you go to bed, right? I guess yeah. You got to probably do it before you go to bed. Maybe I could do it like when I'm brushing my teeth, but I feel like I would get the book wet. While I mean, do you brush your teeth for like ten minutes? Mm. No, see, see, well, I feel like it'd be hard to like hold the pen and also brush my teeth. Yeah, you're writing righty, and you're do you brush lefty? I guess no, you could brush. I lefty. guess you could. Yeah, yeah. So, or do you write lefty? What's yeah. more important? I'm, I'm gonna sure. keep it like really short, like Doogie Howser. I think that that's mm-hmm. the move. Yeah. What if you just tweet your? It's like a tweet journal. Every day you tweet once at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Sum up the day. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Doogie Hauser also that according to this article, uh, eleven facts about Doogie Hauser. Apparently, the mm-hmm. the network hated it. They did not want it to be on, but there was a clause in Stephen Bochco's contract that they had to take it. But I guess it tested well, so they so they ran it. Yeah, it seemed like they never wanted it. It was never planned to go for air. It sort of like accidentally came on mm-hmm. air and then lasted four seasons. Yeah. We should also say like it has a. They should have gone with like a much airier. Like the cinematographer and everyone, like everyone should be fired who sort of creates like the backgrounds of the show. It's very dark and gloomy, oh, right? Man. It's not like a cheery show at all. No. And then uh, the show was created when Stephen Bochka was reading a New York Magazine article when he was on the toilet, uh, and it was about child prodigies. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he said that the idea was right there. That if you can be a musical prodigy or a mathematical prodigy under the right circumstances. Why couldn't you be another kind of prodigy? Yep. And then uh, Doogie Howser uh, was supposed to end. I don't know if they got like if they got a real finale, but because that uh, you see all the stuff with the screenplay and Doogie writing his diary every episode. Well, the whole point of uh, his blog 
was supposed to be foreshadowing for when Doogie left medicine to become a writer. Yeah, he wanted to do a writing season. Mm-hmm. And so didn't happen. Yes, he would have done been a great writer. I mean, it, the sh- whole point of the show is Doogie Hauser is a 16 year old doctor. Then at like 20, they want him to become a writer. That's extremely realistic. Like mm-hmm. that's not a show. Yeah, it's not like they had this great like cast alongside him. Like, oh, we need more of the people who are never at the hospital. Mm-hmm. Like his girlfriend and all his friends. No, no thanks. Yeah. All right. And allegedly, Neil Patrick Harris still watches Doogie Howser. Um, I think it's one of those questions where you get asked in like a interview or like a Reddit AMA, like, "Hey, you still watch?" She's like, "Yeah, if it's on." Well, when's it on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be insane if he just like turned on Doogie Howser at night. And well, I mean, maybe if he is like, according to this article it. that when Neil Patrick Harris was on with James Corden, he revealed he still catches some episodes of Doogie Howser when it appears in his reruns. All right. What does that mean? Where is it rerunning? <laughs> like you'd have to you have to go find the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it's airing anywhere. It's not like all right, uh, you know, before Wheel of Fortune, we got Doogie Howser on at <laughs> six and six thirty on ABC. Yeah. I, I don't think. Are you sad about James Corden stepping down? No, I don't. Uh, no, he's people not say the he's king kind of, of late jer- night like <laughs> Seth yeah. Meyers. People say he's a jerk. <laughs> yeah, oh, people are like, oh, what do you mean Seth Meyers is the king of late night? Well, he just ran James Corden out of town. Uh, who's next? Want to see who, who, who we're booting next? That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, James Corden, Starved Cats. Um, yeah, he wants to move back to England. <laughs> All right, Uncle Kiwi. Yes. A- anything else about Doogie Hauser? No, I do like. I want to hear other pitches from the listeners on like what kind of show would work. What about like a child personal trainer? Uh, like that the would best be personal good. trainer in the world. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Yeah, what if they like knew their stuff, but like, uh, like would the the kid be like really like, uh, you know, Jack to hell? Well, because kids really shouldn't be doing like a lot of like. No, they shouldn't. Yeah. They shouldn't. Yeah. They shouldn't. That's not really. Maybe he good. does it with like to- toys. Hmm. With He's, toys. Like, lifting pretend, pretend like weights and running on a baby treadmill. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, maybe like this other like this child prodigy is like maybe it's like a parent has like an important job and then the parent like uh, but like it's really the kid is like giving them all the ideas. Mm-hmm. Maybe like it's like the parent is like an architect and the kid is like building stuff with Legos. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Again, more of a movie, I think, than a TV show. You kids play with Legos. Oh, yeah. My kids really do the magnet tiles and like to have like a million of them and build houses, but yeah, there's not a lot of Legos. Yeah, I wouldn't really say that they play with Legos. Like it's like, uh, like buy us Legos and they buy and they put the thing together Mm -hmm. and then the thing is put together. Like there's no playing that goes on. Ah, interesting. So you do it once and then that's it. (laughs) Are they they on the floor a lot? And then like, uh, then afterwards, like eventually they get destroyed and then just go on the floor. But again, there's no point where they're playing with the thing. Got it. Got it. So, yeah, playing, I think, is the wrong word for Legos. Very few yeah. times, like, I've seen, like, the kids, like, playing. Like, maybe it's like, okay, oh, we built a ship, and now he's, like, uh, walking around the house, like, like, but that's that's the extent of it. Not too exciting. All right. So yeah. I'll tell you what is exciting. What's when exciting? When we go into our mailbag this week and listen to the ideas that were thrown out there by the listeners of Rob's Podcast. Let's do it. Okay, Akiva, we will take a quick break. And when we come back, mailbag for episode 174, where we take a peek 
at the wheel for episode number one. A big milestone episode will be the next episode, but 175. Yeah. That, I mean, that is a big anniversary. If any like married couple ever got there, it, <laughs> it would, would be big it, news. It, it would be huge, huge news. Okay. Uh, and we will talk about it all uh, when we come back right after this. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. <laughs> It's the remix jingle, time for another Just like the sequel to How I Met Your Mother Robin Kiwi need a podcast, it's pretty established Could have any guest like Tiffany Radish They could take the podcast to Great Heights appearing on Seth Myers. The king of late night, you've given me and Phil Hours of laughs, cause we know that you watched the whole two hours of cats What? I can't believe how painful it is I really, really wish that you were taking the piss That means joking around, that's just British slang Just spin the wheel as fast and furious as you can uh, It's sublime I'm running out of things to say When I'm writing these lines My name's Jack Fox But I think that it's time to pass the mic The filthy this spins some rhymes Go ahead Hey, okay, it's Phil and Jack Fox Rob and Kiwi got game Got games like Jack Fox It's Rob and Akiva need a Bing, bang Rob and Akiva need a Bing, bang right. So now it's me, filthy So pull up a chair And listen to Akiva Talk about how he picked up a spare Come to Rob and Akiva for barrels of banter, not Lizzie McGuire, but I'm dumping a wanker. If you don't go and leave a five star review, you can catch these hands back to Timbuktu. Watching F3F7 on HBO. If you hate, then it's L plus ratio. They've gone and watched Seinfeld. They've yet to watch Scom talking to my two dads. Well, where's my mom? Where's my mom, dads? Dads. Dads, where's my mom? Thank you, Jack Fox. Thank you, Phil T. As we are here for our mailbag of episode number 174. Just got done talking about Doogie Hauser, MD, season three, episode seven. Uh, yeah, if you but go back and listen, if you didn't hear it, even if you don't care about Doogie Hauser, we had a fun time. Fun time. Um, are you going to watch more Doogie Hauser, Akiva? I don't think so. I'm always willing to after these shows, but I, I think it. I think I thought that the show was better mm-hmm. beforehand than no, I realized it's, now. It's, I think it's, like, it's an insane premise. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, the premise is the best part of the show. I feel like it's a bad execution. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. They should have like uh, steered more into like uh, they tried to keep it too real. Like uh, they should have made it way more absurd. Yes, either funny or crazy. They went with like very boring. <laughs> like, okay, yes, our show is about a guy who is a child doctor, but every other part of the show is going to be extremely like 
basic and generic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Akiva, we every week get to hear the best ideas from the listeners of Robin Akiva, the podcast. They can uh, mm-hmm. send that in to uh, Robin's website.com slash wheel ideas or need a podcast at Robin's website.com. So Akiva, I'm sure you are locked and loaded. Yes, are you just I am loaded? locked and loaded. Uh, no, I'd say I'm locked. Okay. I'd All say right. I'm more locked and loaded. You're more locked and loaded. Mm-hmm. So you basically, I mean, that means you, you're, the ideas are set in stone, but you wouldn't say that they are especially strong. Mm. No, fine. I'm equally locked and loaded. Locked I think and loaded. Okay. Yes. Ready to go. Okay. All right. Akiva, what's uh, you want to hear? You want the numbers this week? Yeah, let's do the numbers. All right. Here we go. Go back to uh, the numbers. Here's uh, the first idea of the week. Number one. Yeah. All right. Let's start with an old friend, uh, Eric Smith. Yeah. Just talked to him last he, week. Or I think, mm-hmm. we, I think we tried to talk to him last week and his phone wasn't working. Oh, yeah. That's right. His, he, he, yeah. So here was his idea. Maybe this is what he's trying to say. Called 90s dating shows were trash. I guess the word trash makes sense for because a lot of the shows were we it's the past. always talk about right. yeah they're over. Some things are trash. Some things were trash. Mm-hmm. Things will be trash. Yeah. Maybe. Does were trash imply that? Uh, but then then they got good. Now then they got good. Not, yeah. Nineties dating trash. shows suck. Twenty twenty dating shows. The hot dummies on the island. Yeah, it's a higher level of uh, mm-hmm. of show. Um, he says it's pretty straightforward. Not sure it's never come come up. Here are some examples: mm-hmm. eliminate studs. Blind date, the big date where John Hamm was on an episode. It says shipmates in the fifth wheel. Yeah. So, how many of those are we watching? I guess two or three of them probably is usually what we watch for those. Mm-hmm. Um, would we play? Would it be funny to play a show like Eliminate on our own though? A blind date or Eliminate <laughs> show? Uh, well, I don't think I know if you could play Blind Date. Um, but like it was more like people went on blind dates and they talked and they like aired them. Right. What play? if we what if we had a game show where we had an eligible bachelor bachelorette and they and we had three suitors? I know I, we've discussed I, I, I this. I think in the we past. can watch the shows. You'd rather watch the shows. I'd rather watch the shows because I think it's going to be harder to uh, like find like a match. Like we have to find people in the same area. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we want to recreate eliminate. What what's the difference between them? Like what I have was no the idea? Uh, you don't do you, do you have any feeling on any of these shows? I, I think that they would be funny to watch. Uh, the, the question is, does anybody like have the streaming rights to them? Or they might they probably That's a good question. Yeah. Before I put this on the wheel, I would need yeah, uh, someone you to start actually typing confirm. in studs on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Not on my work computer, maybe. <laughs> yeah. um, I think um, yeah, I, I would need confirmation that we could find shows like this. Hmm. Yeah. So I like the idea. Okay. Let's see. Studs dating show episodes. Okay. Uh. Yeah. There is one. Okay. I mean. Uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to hear a clip from Studs? Let's do it. Okay. All right. Here we go. Uh. Here. Let's see. Uh, let's. Hey, we've off all week here on Studs. It's our first week back for our second season. We are so glad to be back today. We have the two biggest studs from last year. These guys. The two biggest studs from last guys. year. Perhaps you've forgotten about them. Let's watch some tape, shall we? Let's watch some tape of the studs. We went, we went to dinner and we went dancing and all these other women kept trying to get a hold of them to dance with them and they're passing him the phone numbers. How many phone numbers did you get? Only 10. It was a slow night. <laughs> Only 10 and it was a slow night. Wow. That, well, that is a stud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So I, I think it would be funny to, but um, Robin to keep our studs. Yeah, well, I think the '90s dating shows were trash. I think I think that uh, Eric had the name. I think yeah, it's good. Are, okay, yeah, I think it's good. Like, I wanted to make sure the shows are there. Maybe somebody else has an idea for which show. Like someone knows the shows well. Hey, do this mm-hmm. one, but I think it's uh, fast track to possibly getting on the wheel. Sure. Okay. Sure. All right. So put in the waiting room. Yeah, it's in the waiting room. Okay. All right. All right. Where Doogie uh, Howser puts most of the patients. Am I right? That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we've got a bunch of these, so I'll read them for number two. Okay. So a bunch of things. Okay. Well, this is like, uh, sounds exciting. Number two. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, we've been suggested this a bunch of times. Oh. It's, from an anonymous, it's from an anonymous person. This has come up a bunch of times. Wanted to know what the next thing we're going to 3X is. What about Sharknado 3X? Sharknado perfect, 3X. Perfect successor to the three Fast, Three Furious. They're so bad, I have a ton of nonsense. Action scenes, not a lot of dialogue, which would finally give us a worthy successor. I feel like they're almost all the same. Yeah, it's true. I, I don't know. Like, I feel like that the things that might be the most bizarre about Sharknado, like, I think that we yeah. might miss in the 3X. It's true. It's true. Like, crazy cameos or things. I agree. That's a movie you'd almost want to watch it. Savor it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to rush through Sharknado. Plus, I don't think like they're done. So I, it's not like really top of mind for anybody. I don't know. You know, the thing also about the Fast series was that they were so uh, plot driven in some ways, like and not mm-hmm. um, where like people are dying. They're coming back, you know, that uh, people are lost and bet and found um mm-hmm. the revealed and they are like there's so many twists and turns. Sharknado is not that. So I would not be as excited for Sharknado 3X. Yeah. All right. All right. On to number three. Okay. That was it. That was a quick number two. Yeah. Number three. Okay. This from Tzvi. Tzvi's gotten a bunch of ideas on the wheel. Sure. None recently. Legend. Yeah. Yeah. Has a very good track record. And here's what he says. It's simple. Only two words, really. Air Bud. I do like the Airbud ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, he says, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Well, I'll read the pitch because I think there's a few ways we could go with it. Uh, I've checked in the Renap Constitution. There's no rule that says two podcasters can't cover this whole series on 3X. With the recent John Oliver led resurgence in Airbud interest, he says, now's the time to tackle. Oh, he says, that's an Airbud 2 golden retriever joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, golden, golden receiver. Uh, tackle this original series. He suggests that we watch the first ones and then alternate on the next four in the ABCU. Yeah. It's the Airbud cinematic universe. Uh, here is the synopsis. You ready for the five Airbud movies? Yeah. Airbud number one from 97. Josh meets an abused golden retriever and finds that he can play basketball. Airbud 98. Yeah. Uh, golden receiver. Josh's golden receiver learns to play American football. Airbud world pup. Uh, Josh discovers that Buddy's ball playing skills now apply to soccer. Airbud seventh inning fetch. A uh, buddy makes a baseball team, becomes a star player. Yeah. Airbud spikes back. Buddy tackles volleyball. Volleyball? I mean, that sounds like yeah, the worst one. Skip that I one. mean, it's yeah. probably like on a beach. They got they probably shot it in like 10, 10 minutes, but yeah. I yeah, so, what sport would you have would you I mean well, hockey off, would be like, hard. Yeah, because I don't see how the dog could hold the stick. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't Airbud yeah. playing basketball. Like I'm not seeing I I don't see how Airbud could 
shoot also. I mean, unless mm-hmm. the golden retriever could get up on two legs and walk, uh, like, you know, I guess may, conceivably could, if Airbud could dribble, it might be hard to defend Airbud. So Airbud could be effective as like a point guard, maybe. Yeah. But it would be hard like, to shoot. I, I don't know yeah. if Airbud can pass a basketball. Um, so I, I think that that's kind of, uh, like I, I'm interested. Then what was Airbud in Airbud two is it was football golden receiver. So yeah, I, I mean, okay. dogs, that's what they do. They catch Frisbees, right? So like you they can catch, catch Frisbees, but can they catch football? Like what, what position would a dog play? Well, he's the golden receiver, the golden receiver. So that I guess if the dog could catch a football in its mouth, but a football yes. is very big. Yes. Like, well, I would also say it actually makes no sense. If it go, if a dog is able to catch a football, make it a running back and, and no one will be able to catch faster. You know, who's tackling the, who's yeah, tackling yeah. Air Bud? Yeah. No. Make it a running back. Let it hand off from right away. Maybe even like a running quarterback, Air Bud. It catches the snap. Or right. maybe the quarterback puts the ball in its mouth. Yeah. So actually, I feel like that Air Bud would actually be very good on defense. Uh, like I think if you, so if you, so basically if you put uh, Air Bud, put an Air Bud back at safety. I mean, Airbud yeah. is gonna like like a uh, break like a because like uh, we have a uh, we we have a dog. She when we play football in the backyard, she loves chasing the football and she wants it now. Mm-hmm. Like, but she can't. She couldn't fit like a regulation ball. But but like, uh, it's almost like she's like a pet, the pass rush where you but you think she could tackle like a much bigger person. I don't think she, that she could tackle like you know a big time uh running like a Brees Hall or somebody like a mm-hmm. like a, a, a very uh, gifted NFL the best player. Back. Yeah. yeah. But could it break up a pass? Like uh yeah, I think so. Ah, I see. So get 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 the mitts on it and and knock it down. Maybe like just the intimidation factor would cause a lot of people to run outside, run out, run out of bounds, like mm-hmm. pretty quickly, yeah, or like they, not I mean, come down. If you had like a Rottweiler, like I, I think you could put a Rottweiler on the end, but no biting. Biting's not allowed, yeah, right? There'd be no biting, but you know that they could knock you down. No, but you. like, and I don't want to get like the animal people involved. Like, is there like a little bit of a muzzle, or are we working on the honor system? Because like. In the, like, let's say there's a, a fum, you know, like a, a like a, like yeah. someone fumbles and they're all going for the football. Like I could see the dog, like is the dog wearing a helmet? I guess is my question. The dog is wearing a helmet. So, okay, the dog, so it's wearing a so yeah. can't really, because I okay, think fine. that like, I think that the barking and growling, mm-hmm. I think would be like a big part of like the dog's yeah. like intimidation. Like that's the dog's mm-hmm. trash talk. Yeah, it's true. So true. Yeah. I mean, if you put the dog at like middle linebacker, put the dog mm-hmm. like, uh, like a dog, the dog could blitz, yeah. the dog could go mm-hmm. into pass protection. So I actually think Airbud on defense would be mm-hmm. the way I would use Airbud. Yeah. So do you think cinematically um, it's just easier to have the dog scoring touchdowns? Probably. Probably. That, you know, more, offense is going to yeah. sell, you know, put the yeah. butts in the seats. You know what I mean? Like Opening defense weekend, wins 100%, championships. Yeah. 100%, offense sells yeah. tickets. And so, wins box office. Yeah. But what do you yeah, think would be more say. practical to have uh, Airbud on a football team or like a Doogie Hauser, mm-hmm. uh, like a, like, a, you know, 14 year old, like punt pass kick uh, prodigy? Uh, well, what position is, is the kid Doogie Hauser playing? Um, Are they like a kicker? I guess so. you're going to get killed as a quarterback. I, I just don't think that you could be good enough at 14. I don't think you could have the kid as a quarterback, but you could put a them punter, in any but position. Like, yeah, it would be tough. Like what happens if the punt gets blocked? I feel like they're going to get blown up. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's a big kid. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Listen, they're consenting to play. Yeah. yeah a kid punter. Oh, that's a good one. 
Kid punter. Yeah. He's the best punter. In the, he's better than uh, Matareza, who just mm-hmm. got drafted. Yeah. Punt, punt God. Mm-hmm. He's better than Matt. He, he can basically like every punt goes like inside the 20. He can punt like 70 yards can really like manage it well where, where it almost never goes in the end zone for a touchback. Mm-hmm. All right. Is it, what, what was Airbud three? World pup soccer. Okay, that I could see because yeah, I, like, I think so. But you know, the thing is that like a, a dog like really doesn't have like strong legs for, like for kickings. But like the dog could use its head. Uh, and actually, yeah. I think the dog would actually be. I, I think that you again, like I'm saying, like with defense, like I think you put like Air Bud in goal. Uh, like I, I wouldn't mm, have. Air I don't Bud, know. Like, I don't scoring. know if I put Air Bud in goal. Air Bud would I'd be maybe great w- as a goalie. I don't know. I feel like the ball would really hurt it. Yeah, but it, it would, would be great at knocking it down. I guess it could jump really high. That's true. It can jump high, and then the you know it doesn't dog, take up a lot of the goal though. It's really leaving. Yeah, you ever see a dog kicks, with a soccer I, ball? They love it. Pen, penalty kicks. I think your dog's getting rocked. <laughs> Look, it's a big dog. It's uh, also like how smart is this dog? Does the dog so know smart. all the rules? Yeah, <laughs> it is. Like the dog knows offsides and stuff like that. Yeah, well, that's why it's okay. goalie is is not a lot of rules. I mean, it could like take a nap during the game, though. It doesn't know what's happening. It could get bored. Mm-hmm. Are you like giving it treats during the game to keep it engaged? I think so. I mean, this is more plausible than Ted Lasso. That's probably true. A dog goalie like makes way more I sense. Mean, anybody could coach, really, if you think about it. I guess so. Okay. Uh, then what was the fourth one? Baseball? Uh, fourth one is baseball. So, yeah. the, so this one, I think, is a little I don't know. Far-fetched, I do not know no if pun intended. Bud was the hitter or pitcher. Well, what do you think? Would, is I, I get, I don't know how. Like, and we watched Ed, right? Uh, we watched yes. the movie, and, and really, Ed did Ed pitch? Ed was a. Then we saw a Ed had like one at bat, and I think walked. Oh, I don't remember what position Ed played. Yeah, we watched the whole movie. I don't really remember what Ed mm-hmm. did. Yeah, um, not sure if Ed really got a lot of game action. But anyway, is Ed like a mascot? I honestly don't remember much about it. Yeah, I wonder if Ed was just like good in the field. Yeah, great, like gold glove or yeah. you know, yeah, that great, type great of thing. glove uh, for mm-hmm. Ed. Uh, but that being said, so we, I, I don't know how Airbud is is batting. Like a pinch runner, Airbud. Okay, that's mm-hmm. something. Yeah, that's, yeah, I like that. Again, maybe good fielder, pinch runner. It's like Billy Hamilton. And maybe like you have Airbud like in center field, but again, I don't know how Airbud is catching like a fly ball. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I don't think it could. I don't think it's wearing glove. I don't even think it's in the rules. Yeah. So I'm curious to know about the Airbud. So the, the Airbud movies are interesting. Then there's also like a lot of Airbud like sort of like knockoffs. Like the Airbud uh, cinematic universe is like uh, all these other like pop movies. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know if uh, they are canon. I feel like we've done more. Um, I feel like we've done more Airbud talk than Doogie Hauser talk on this episode. But now I do sort of want to put it on the wheel. But it doesn't seem like a three X thing to me. But maybe it is. Do you think it's more three X or a deep dive? Hmm. A deep dive, and we're going to watch five Airbud movies. No, I think maybe we would watch one or maybe two. Well, I wonder if maybe the Airbud movies, like that, could be maybe like a Leprechaun. Like, could we watch one Airbud movie a year? Yeah, a new air. Yeah, the new Leprechaun is Air Bud, and not that we're going to stop Leprechaun, but maybe. New, well, but what would be Air Bud season? Summer, summer would be Air Bud season. Mm. I think it's a very summery movie. Very summery, big blockbuster popcorn. Mm-hmm. I don't know if dogs can dogs eat popcorn. Um, I think they can eat, but I don't think they should eat the kernels. Well, I don't think so. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of it. Maybe if we have like a. Same thing with Kentucky Fried Chicken. You could eat it. You should just didn't, shouldn't eat the kernel. <laughs> it's a long way to go for that. <laughs> yeah. But I, I do like the idea. I'm, so I'm very high on Airbud. I don't know if it's a 3Xer. I don't think it's the reactor. Let's let's put it on the wheel. I want to watch Airbud. Okay. All right. So uh, so Air. Is fine it, is, I'm fine with. It. Is it in the crappy movie diaper or is it Airbud season? It's Airbud season. Airbud season. All right. Airbud season. And the first one is Airbud's playing basketball. Uh, yes, it's basketball. Okay. All right. Oh, uh, yeah. What was more plausible, Eddie or Airbud one? Anybody could coach. That's the message of Eddie Ted Lasso. You don't have, you don't need experience to be a coach. Okay. All right. So we're watching Airbud. Mm-hmm. Robin Akiva are Airbuds. Mm-hmm. Do you think Airbuds ever served anybody who was like on a panel? Airbuds never no? served anybody. What do you mean? Like, uh, let's say Airbud was in the middle of like a, a messy divorce. Yes, and couldn't serve like the like fe- like the female dog or whatever. I don't know. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm, I want to follow what you're talking about, yeah, but uh, let's let's yeah. scratch it from the record. It's let's try it. From, it was a it was a, a whatever whatever. Yes. Okay. Oh, the, oh, oh, is this a Ted Lasso joke? Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. So, um, and then Airbud playing volleyball. Yeah, it's like I bet the dog could, but who cares? Yeah, I don't know. By number five, I'm not sure. Like, hopefully, we get there, but I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not buying. I mean, the I'd rather see Airbud do the biathlon. It's not even news. Yeah. I agree. It's not even. Yeah. Oh, that would be exciting. <laughs> biathlon, like with a gun and a thing. That's fun. There's a million other ways you could have gone for, you know, I would have downhill air, skiing. Yeah. That's air, good. Airbud doing martial arts or air, mm. airbud playing pool. Like, uh, Roddy like, dog. Yeah. Like the dog that's a shark and he like goes to like billiard halls and just like, it would be skis. hard to be think of a, of a worse movie to do volleyball. volleyball is, beach volleyball. They must've like, I'm, I'm telling you it must've been like, Hey, we could film this in three days. Yeah. Or maybe like, when did beach volleyball get in the Olympics? It's like, Hey, beach volleyball is mm-hmm. hot. Yeah, <laughs> this is, everybody's talking about beach volleyball. Like, yeah, maybe it's like we'll get some bikinis. Like, people will be into it. No, nobody was interested. Yeah, okay. Uh, this is how I killed the franchise. It was such a bad choice. There's no more. The franchise that. is not dead. Well, there's more than five of them. Uh, they're still making them. Okay. Uh, beach volleyball was introduced at the Summer Games in 1992, uh, and yeah, it became 92. official in 1996. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, all right. So, uh, congratulations to Airbud going on to the wheel. Let me uh, go ahead and uh, put that in its proper place. All right. So that was good. Ah, uh, they it stopped playing sports. Now it's Air Buddy, Snow Buddy, Space Buddy, Santa Buddy. Well, so but they, those aren't real. I think that those aren't canon. Those are just like you know five dogs. There's only five movies then. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. There's they, they, there's like an Airbud like extended universe, but I don't know if they're like uh, canon. Okay. Yeah. All right. I do like biathlon. I like the idea of a dog with a gun. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's uh, something, <laughs> something out there for you. Okay. Probably. All right. Uh, let's talk about yeah. idea number four for the wheel. Number four. Okay. All right. Uh, number four. Is, yeah. This is from Excel Shannon, our great friend Excel Shannon. And uh, the title of her pitch is Hinge Volunteer. She says, I'm currently single, but don't actively have a hinge profile. I was planning on setting one up. If it was something you guys actually want to do, I'd be down to get your help setting up and punching up a profile. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Okay. Uh, I think, you know, you we got we a few people. Sell somebody on, you know, like a person who's obsessed with Excel. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. we could. 
Yeah. So yeah, I, I think that that would be pretty good. Um, I think that writing the hinge profiles is, is that what we want to be doing? Like, I kind of feel like that maybe it might be more fun. Like if we're like, uh, replying to people, I think we're going to change prompts and reply to people will be the main part of it. Like mm-hmm. the, we're not going to create the profile on air. Mm-hmm. I think it's like, we're going to answer. So we're going to improve the prompts. Like we'll tell the person who it is to make the prompts before we start. And then we'll like punch them up and then we'll reply on air to people. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, this is officially going to go on the wheel. If you like it, it's uh, like, let's, what could go wrong? Nothing could go wrong. Okay. So are we getting like multiple people or is Excel shadow? Yeah, we might have two people. We might have two just, just so there's more action while we're actually on air or something. Okay. All right. And maybe are like, are all of the people that were, that were punching up their thing on the panel at once. So then they, they could also like, sort of like, um, you know, help us workshop. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. So this is the dating app punch up. Yes. Yeah. And Kirsten's also, she'll, she's like the expert. So she'll come on. She's the, Okay. She'll do like the, teach us how, how it works. All right. So, okay. So this is a, uh, what, what are we calling this? Dating app. What? Robin Akiver unhinged. Unhinged. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Is hinged the, the app? Is that's what you want to be on? I think that's the one. Yeah. I think that's the hot one now. I think Tinder is more hookups, they say. And then also, um, this is the one, that's the one where, you have um, what you call it. You have uh, uh, more people. Uh, that that's where the prompts are. Okay. All right. I think. And then we will, you know, y- work on punching up their prompts. Yeah. Okay. Hinge prompts. Uh, that hinge prompts are basically interview type questions that serve as conversation starters. And then we will work with them to write write the best ones and then uh but then and then we, like we'll just get like then they'll email us updates uh, i think so okay all right well let's see, let's see uh may, maybe that uh the listeners should write in also some hinge prompts that we could Absolutely. use and, ha- and then yeah, we have yeah. like we will uh, submit yeah, yeah we have like some go-tos all right yeah i think it's a good idea okay sounds good all right and then akiva you ready for number five number five Number five. Number five. Okay. What else you got? All right. Um, so last week we had a little bit of a interesting conversation at the very beginning I mean, of the. I'd like to think we have interesting conversations all the time. Yes, but I'm saying we had uh, we had a unique one with uh, with a guy named Logan. Do you remember this? Uh, Logan came out to us as sort of like a former troll who's yes, trying to. Yes. Um. Uh, abandon his trolley nature and become a friend apologize. of the podcast. Yes, yes. Logan the jerk, he calls himself. Okay. He's on strike two. You think okay. we're ready? Logan sends in a lot of ideas. I do think, Logan, if you're listening, maybe send in your best one every week and not everything that comes to mind. Okay. But, uh, are you ready for a Logan idea? Do you think he's earned a spot in the in the mailbag at this point? L to the OG and uh, he's here to play. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Logan says, uh, this is, this idea is called Rob and Akiva posted that. The idea is, he says, there's a YouTube channel Smosh that has a game they play. You posted that where they look at past tweets of people and they leave out one word and the contestants guess what the word is. Mm-hmm. They also do with Instagrams. He said, um, uh, he said, would that, you know, like find tweets, 
and uh and you know basically like have people guess what the missing words are would that be funny um i don't think it would be that funny okay i was really gonna come after you though well this will be a good this is a good uh test mm-hmm. for him yeah i'd be like all right i'll try harder next time yeah why would you like this idea no i don't think so okay I mean, it's like in theory funny to play for five minutes. I don't think it's all episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that you know doesn't get me that excited to come on the podcast. All right, that was it. That was the five. That was five. Okay, we put it on the wheel. We put another one in the waiting room. Not bad. Yeah. Okay. A- we put any- two on the wheel. We have two ideas on the wheel from this week. I mean, anything else of note? We allowed to do stuff of note? Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, this is this caught my attention. I don't know what it is. Okay. Um, Nick Fishman yeah. says Robin and Keeve are full of BS. There's what a is, new Netflix he, show. What does he mean? Yeah. There's a new Netflix show. Yeah. And uh, that it's called bullshit. And he says, yeah. I think that would work on a podcast. What's the show? Well, so it's Howie Mandel. And actually, what I heard is that uh, it's people have been saying that they ripped off the schmuck. Are you serious? Yeah. What is, tell me about this. What is it? Okay, so um, Netflix. Okay, and I mean, really, it might be a nothing but Netflix episode. Uh, so it's a brand new show with Howie Mandel. You know, mm-hmm. What's your feeling on Howie Mandel? I feel like you, you're not a fan. I don't like him, but I don't hate him. I feel like I'm nothing Howie Mandel. He's fine. He's nothing. Okay, so mm-hmm. uh, that the idea, the premise here for the show is... Hold on, let me uh, go back. I gotta find, click on... Speaking the of the schmuck, I yeah. feel like, you know, people always ask us, like, hey, what kind of shows have you done on... Robin and Kevin need a podcast, and we talk about, like, like the schmuck is you know been lost to history a little bit. I feel like that was like a great mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. Okay. Um. So contestants strive to correctly answer difficult trivia questions, and when they can't, they simply move on to Plan B, lying through their teeth. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's exactly the schmuck. That's not how not I exactly. would describe the schmuck. No. No. How would you describe the schmuck? Um, that we were trying to lose on purpose, like we were part of a team, uh, we're, yes. and we were trying to like, uh, like get get our teammates to answer the questions wrong. Yes, we invented a game show and then tried both tried to lose it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that was probably more like uh, the show that was on ABC with um, uh, Lee Hauser, MD. No, 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 no. Uh, like. Uh, I can't remember what it was called. I did a podcast. Boston Legal. The Craig Ferguson game show. Uh, the oh, I Hustler, don't remember it. The Hustler. The Hustler. Yeah. Was that a Kirk Clark special? I don't remember that. Um, no, it was not. Okay. I don't remember. All right. So, why? So, what, what is it? Somebody wants to uh, us to watch the show. I think so. I I, I wasn't familiar with the show exist existing. So I yeah, that was mm-hmm. the pitch that we watch it and talk about it or. Do they want us to play it? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay. All right. I mean, you brought it up. Yeah, I think play it. I think Nick wants us to play it. He says, I think it would work on a podcast. He wants us to play the game. Okay. Well, uh, we'd have to watch an episode. Watch an episode just to know what it is first, you're saying. Before we know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Someone watch it out there and tell us for next week if, if it's worth even continuing to discuss. Okay. All right. So... Let's see. Uh, we uh, any updates on the Amazon trail? Yes, I do have an update. Yes, looked at the games. Producer Amanda 
went through them. She picked one she liked. I don't. I think it's too long. I, we can't be our own names. Uh, here's what we have to do. If okay. we want to do a sequel to the Oregon Trail, we have to go back on the Oregon Trail. None of the games oh are good God. enough. None of them hold up. Oh, my so God. The question is, do you want to go back or do you think we should leave ghosts? Literally, I, I am yeah. a ghost. I, I think we should leave it alone. You think we should? You do not think we should do it again? I don't think we should go back. Hard to top the first one. We have too think. much on the wheel right now to go back to. Yeah, the, I agree. There's Oregon a trail. lot on the wheel. If if the wheel's ever uh, really thin, let's say three months from now, it's remind me. An and it's an option. It, it will be very fun. I don't think it's, but I agree. There's the wheel is really loaded with ideas right now. When are we going to get to this stuff? We got we got a lot to do. Got a lot to do. Okay. All right. Uh, and then I know that uh, associate producer Amanda was talking with Ali, who was on with us last week uh, from mm-hmm. the Twitter spaces about uh, the murder mystery. And it seems like that they're making some good progress. Oh, great. Posted Amanda. Okay. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll see what's going on there. Are right, you ready to talk about what's going to come up on the wheel for yes. next time? All right. Let's do that. Akiva. Okay. Lots of stuff. All right. Get ready. Season mm-hmm. three, episode seven, not eligible for next week. We have a coin flip, crappy movie diaper, guest choice. We have no guests right now. 2022 hot takeoff. Okay. Uh, if we get 2022 hot takeoff, uh, could we do it the week after the live show in New York? Yes. Yes. We could do it. We could, we could have plenty of time to get the takes then. Okay. All right. So that's in play. Five spot, mm-hmm. which is Robin Kivar Extra. Oops, all mailbag. Listener choice. I literally just told you. Akiva Drives. Bollywood with Sasha Joseph. Renapper's Gone Wild. We have uh, Robin Akiva. Need a new catchphrase. We have Robin Akiva. This is how we roll. Robin Akiva hit rock bottom. This is how we roll is probably running out of time. Running out of time. 30 May. Uh, Robin Akiva are properly rated. Robin Mm -hmm. Akiva gets Shreked. Uh, Robert Akiva, Air Buds, and uh, Punch Up Hinge. Those two probably are not eligible for this week. Not eligible this week. That's right. All right. So really, a lot of things on the wheel right now. Yeah, it's stacked wheel. All right. So uh, let's go ahead and launch the wheel and find out what episode number 175 is going to be. Okay? Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Here we go. So number 175 is going to be, let me see what this is. I got to make the font bigger. Properly rated. Okay. So like mm-hmm. uh, Akiva, we're yes. going to get a bunch of things and then we'll put out a census. So this is, a, I think this is probably a good one to do uh, two weeks from now where yes. let's put out the form of like, okay, what are the things you want us to rate this week? Mm-hmm. Two forms. And then next week, we will put out the form of overrated, uh, underrated. And the audience mm-hmm. doesn't properly get to rated. say properly rated. Right? Oh, they don't. Um, they don't get to say it? Hmm. Uh, or should, what should they, should they rate it on a scale of one to 10? How should this work? I don't mind. I don't think it's bad if there's three choices. Okay, I have so, to think about it. Okay, but so, I, I'm not so sure. the audience gets to say overrated, underrated, properly rated. Mm hmm. And then we have to guessing. decide did, what did the audience what did the audience say what was the number that's one? right that's right now the problem is like like what if it's like the audience like uh, there was something it's like forty forty nine percent said 
overrated. 48% said underrated. Like 3% said properly rated. Like, wouldn't that mean it's properly rated? Yes. That mm-hmm. is true. And we, I got to think about the scoring. I hear what you're saying. Okay. We'll think about it off. Well, so we'll figure out the scoring. That's not this week's problem. No. What's this week's problem? This week's problem is what are the things you want us to rate? Ah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We will, we'll make a doc. We have a whole we'll week a whole to figure out everything that is mm-hmm. gonna, how we're going to do this. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. If there's anything you want rated, first of all, is there anything right now? Tell me. And if there's anything you think of during the week, let me know. But otherwise, we'll ask the listeners. We'll get hundreds of ideas and then we'll take the best of the best from those. Mm-hmm. And then we will have in two weeks be able to do everything uh, that is going to be as we play our properly, Robin Akiva properly rated game. Yes. Okay. All right, I'm excited for that. All right. Keep what else is happening in your world? Let me uh, be uh, like a bedside manner with you. Okay. So let me tell you about, we'll, we'll get to the bottom of uh, the Portuguese dishes. Mm-hmm. Um, not much. I'm going to be in uh, the U S the next week or so. Mm-hmm. Hopefully I will see you. I can't imagine. I won't see you. I mean, I'll definitely see you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got to pass a COVID test to get on a plane. But other than okay. that, yes. Yeah, so um, do you want to weigh in on uh, the Mets having a no hitter this weekend? Uh, so second straight time. It was on a Friday night. I did not watch it. Um, Kind of, kind of disappointing. I've never seen a Mets no hitter, mm-hmm. but uh, hopefully one day I'll see one in person. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Probably unlikely. I don't go to enough Mets games for that to be possible. But it would be fun to see a no hitter in person, even if it wasn't a Mets. No I hitter. mean, the odds are astronomical to see one in person. Were you very into it? Were you like nervous at the end, or you were like, nah, it'll be so cool I if really, it happens? I was but. podcasting with Chappelle. I watched mm-hmm. a movie, uh, which I think you would enjoy. Uh, it was a, a net, uh, nothing but Netflix this week. We watched a movie called Nothing to Hide. Okay, the premise. I've never heard of it. You would, I think you would love it. Okay, the premise is there's like a dinner party. It's a French movie, so you got to pick dubs or subs. And at the dinner party, everybody like ends up. They play a game where it's like, okay, you know what? Um, like somebody like makes a comment about how like uh, you know the uh, you know phones have like all the secrets of uh, couples, and, and everyone's like, oh, I don't have mm-hmm. anything for my partner. You're like, okay, let's all put our phones on the table. Okay. And then yeah. every message, phone call that comes in, let's just let's just read it out loud. Mm. That's the plot of the movie. Yeah. Ever, what if someone has those friends, like never gets any texts or anything? You no, know, that that's you know, that could be a thing. So yeah, watch that movie. And then I was podcasting with Chappelle, and I got done with uh, podcasting, and then uh, that I heard, then it, was, it was going to the night dinning, and then Sam Moore said, uh, "Hey, by the way, uh, Mets are." Uh, about to have a no hitter. You say the movie was a comedy, a, a horror movie. What was it? Um, uh, I would say that it was uh, suspenseful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doogie Hauser esque. Okay, there, there, there was definitely uh, Doogie Hauser esque. You mean like the um, high drama Gone Girl? Yeah, what's that? The Witch Girl? Gone Girl? Doogie. Isn't he in Gone Girl? Neil, Neil Patrick Harris. Is Neil Patrick Harris in Gone Girl? I have, I have no idea. He's not. I I, I don't. I he is. is he? Uh, uh, maybe not. Yes, he is. He is. Okay. Yeah. Why, where, where'd you get that from? How did I know he's in Gone Girl? Yeah. Well, movie. What, why, why are you bringing up Gone Girl? You said Doogie Howser esque. And I meant like, is it Neil? Because you said suspense. Doogie Howser esque. So when I think suspense and Doogie, Doogie Howser, I think Gone Girl. Right. I don't think. Right. Uh, you're saying it's not a comedy. Doogie Howser is the, is the joke yeah, you're making. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Right, but it's nothing. It's not a drama either, really. <laughs> it's something. 
Yeah, I guess it is something. Yeah. Like it's, I guess it's like a, we have a premise and nothing else. Yeah. Doogie Hauser. Yeah. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris. He's uh, not in a lot of serious movies. Like if we were still in blockbuster era, and yeah. were, you could like rent Doogie Hauser from the store. I wonder where, in which aisle it would be in. You know? I think they'd probably call it a comedy. Probably. I think they would. So, yeah. Um, so I, and then that's when I found out about the no hitter, but yeah, it's uh, not as exciting as uh, the Johan uh, no hitter, which was the first one. Yeah. So I miss both. Oh, well, next time. Um, yeah. So in terms of what I have going on, um, yeah, I will hopefully see you this week. I will, uh, uh, other podcasts, uh, 32 fans. We did a draft preview with Jordan Kalish. I don't know if he's banned for another year. I, I have to check. Um, and then we did, I we mean, draft, you know, how many, yeah. did, I mean, did he get that many picks? Right. I mean, I, I think if you made a list of how many picks he got, right. I think it's probably, but like, he just has to be more right than the fans, the guest pickers, you know, I know, but that's like one person picked. like makes like a wacky pick and then, yeah, but usually he's the one who makes the wacky pick and he gets, bored. you know, he gets, mm-hmm. he has to make as many picks as everyone else combined. So mm-hmm. he really has a 50, 50 chance of, yeah. of getting the boot. Okay. Um, and then, uh, and then we, on the Patreon uh, episode, we weren't sure what to do. We ended up drafting, uh, Crayola crayon colors. Yeah. Well, out of 64, the box of 64. Box of 64. We drafted teams of Crayola crayon co- colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chester with, went with more like traditional, uh, colors. I went with some wacky ones. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, as macaroni and cheese. Yeah. Uh, is that one, is that one of the things? The, macaroni mean, cheese is a color yeah, yeah. It's is like anybody a weird checking yellow. up on what Crayola has going on in the box of 64 no that's why we had to keep them honest and see what was going on there mm-hmm. yeah there's a lot it, it, there's a lot going on they're just Crayola. looking for headlines you think so they're yeah. just trying to go viral yeah they should do more meme colors I think they weren't wacky enough honestly their colors mm-hmm. yeah Okay. They should like be mixed in more I don't know anyway um, and then uh, NGOG we had a, another fun episode this week Will we record one in person? We we shall see. Probably not. But we'll see. Okay. Yeah. What would the setup be for that? I think that's the problem. We need like we need like a, mm-hmm. a tech person really to help us up. Yeah. Or we just be in different rooms or something. Just How in many the same house. Uh, podcasts potentially uh, will you record in person while in New York? The over under I mean, is half. Yeah, that's a good question, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we will, even see. though we'll you will see. see all of your podcast co-hosts. I will in person. see all my podcast co-hosts in person. Yeah. Oh, maybe I'll get a picture with you, Ali, and, and uh, Alexander. Okay. Be exciting. That'll be fun. Okay. All right. Well, thank you all so much for checking out this episode of Robin and Keeping the Podcast. We'll be back in two weeks to talk about what's rated and not rated. Uh, you can send in. Your suggestions also uh, need a podcast at Rob's website.com. Kiva, when will the uh, form be up to rate stuff? Uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay. So be yeah. on the lookout for that. Thank you so much for listening. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. <laughs>
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply